I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. From the top to the bottom, I was raised to be solid. Real at every angle, I ain't worried about the audit. Never see the hate, tunnel vision on the profit. Boss moves if I want it, best believe I cops it. Team so tough, moving silence like the mafia. Trying to get the form whip, probably name it Claudia. Wife rocking Tiffany, that's just another day to me. I be living lavish, that's why these haters be hating me. Stronger than I ever been, never break, never been. God first, family second, money is like next again. So if you come in for me, pull the trigger, guard and shoot. Kevlar mindset, lifestyle bulletproof. Bulletproof, built tougher than your average. Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package. Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof, built tougher than your average Ultimate hustler, I'm the total package Bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat Bulletproof What's up everybody? Hey, you're on the Bulletproof Mafia And I'm Michael Munsterman Today's episode, not really sure We're just gonna chat a little bit So, I got in the fridge we have a fridge here in the studio, and uh, like I've said before, we had joined to, the, to a car dealership here, so um, I open the fridge, and I'm like, oh, man, like, people put the weirdest things in the car dealership fridge. There's a, there's a, a like, a six-pack of beer. Now, this, everybody, I think, knows me, so this might have been bought for me. I'm not 100% sure, but it's, it's a stone brewery. It's a, some kind of an imperial stout inspired by Mexican hot chocolate. I can't pronounce this, but it's X-O-C-O-V-E-Z-A. I think that's uh, Hispanic for beer, but uh, I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, it's good beer. But anyway, it was in there, so I grabbed it. And then I looked down, there's there's Taco Bell. Taco Bell in the fridge. And I'm like, Phil, somebody left Taco Bell. Hold on, hold on one second, I'm going to get a bite. Um, Phil's like, I don't know, Mike. We don't know how long that's been in there. Like I don't think I, I don't think you ever want to mess with Taco Bell, and he's right because oh man, you know Phil, I know who's this was. Uh <clears throat> we've got a girl in our office who's Hispanic, and she liked stuff that's spicy. And uh, I would say she had him put extra, extra, extra jalapenos in there, and this was not a good decision. So I'm just gonna have you give me one second, <laughs> and we're gonna get rolling with something that's relevant here. One second, I'm gonna get a drink of. Some kind of Mexican beer here. Now, I'd already tasted the beer. It's good beer. And this doesn't really matter to anybody other than to say, you know, here's the thing about business, about this journey, about just living. Is I think that sometimes we just take it too seriously. And when you're on my podcast, I'm going to keep eating this because it's good. But when you're on my podcast, like, there's a lot of time that I'm going to spend talking about super important stuff. Like stuff that I feel like if you'd really apply it, it'll change your life. But sometimes you just got to give yourself a break. You've just got to give yourself this space to live. And so the, the last, last month I, I committed go, to going to CrossFit five days a week, take Saturday, Sundays off, unbroken, no excuses. I went injured. I didn't feel good a few days. I went anyway. Didn't get enough sleep a few days. I went anyway. My commitment going into the month was, okay, here's what I'm going to do. And I always do this. I bite off way more than I can chew. And so step one was five days a week CrossFit. I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day and no alcohol for the entire month. And I'm not like some obscene drinker. I have a beer or two every once in a while, a couple glasses of wine. Like I never, ever, ever like to be out of control. 
So if I even start to feel buzz, I immediately quit drinking. And normally it's followed by getting tired, which I hate. So I super limit my alcohol consumption. I'll have a beer every once in a while. Love craft beer. Love the flavor. Love the process from previous podcasts. You, you, you know, yesterday's you heard me talk about the brewing process. But um, at the end of the day, like this is a journey we live in. And I think every single person takes it so seriously. And what they do, their version of taking the journey seriously is that they, they, they allow themselves to get crazy stressed out about a lot of things that they can control and then a lot of things they can't control. And so they get in this weird cycle where it becomes like I stress, 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 stress because of the things that I can fix. And then I just backslide bigger than shit and I just like... Some people, so um, a word that Garrett White uses, a mentor of mine, a word that he uses is sedates. So then they sedate. In other words, sedation is, right, like drinking or drugs or <clears throat> people think of sedation, they, they think of drugs, right? Like you do this thing that alters your interpersonal character. Excuse me there, I got a little bit of like weird Taco Bell and beer thing happening here. And so Phil's probably going to edit that, but if he doesn't, it's okay. Cause it's real. Here's the thing to get in this circle, karmic cultist sack of stressing about a situation and then sedating. So they don't feel a situation, stressing about a situation, sedating. So they don't feel the situation, stressing about a situation and on and on this cycle goes. But here's what I want to call your attention to. Sedation doesn't always mean drugs and alcohol. Like if you've got kids in the car, shut the podcast off. Because I don't want them to hear what I'm about to say. Now most of you don't, so it doesn't matter, but you've had a fair warning. So how can you sedate? Like let's just talk about it. Drugs? Yes. Alcohol? Yes. What are some other ways you can sedate? You're probably thinking of a way you sedate this very second. Netflix? Yeah, probably. Pornography? Probably. Masturbation? Sedation. Like, the list is long. For some people, it's cigarettes. Like, they sit, literally, like, they, they smoke like a chimney, but it's, it's this mechanism that they have that they've associated with stress relief. And the addiction isn't even to the tobacco or to the nicotine the addictions to the release of endorphins that allow them to sedate the stresses of their lives but there's this form of sedation that that i use that i believe in to make the pain go away and it's action work grind when i begin to get stressed about a situation i real quick evaluate can i fix this or not and, and look, I hate national tragedies as much as the next person. I see those. I mourn for them. I'm sympathetic to their situation. But from an empathy standpoint, I can't fix it. I can't be empathetic. I truly can't. I can't, go, in most cases, I can't go there. Like whenever um, Katrina happened and, 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 and whenever some of the great big hurricanes happened, like we would pay for big semi-trucks and, and we, would, we, we would truck stuff down to them. That's us being empathetic. That's us saying, hey, I recognize that you're in a pit and you're suffering and I'm going to send you a sandwich. 
Like I'm going to, I'm going to stick my hand down. I'm going to do, I recognize your suffering. I'm going to do something about it. But from a sympathy standpoint, like I can't help them. So I, it doesn't do me any good to stress about it. It doesn't do me any good to worry about it. It doesn't do me any good to concern myself with like, I can do my little part inside of a, a potential global warming conversation, I suppose. But I'm not the only mover on the needle, right? There has to be like our government laws, rules, things way bigger than me need to move. So some of like the people who like run around and boycott and picket and stress and like, oh, the environment, the government, the blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's just a bunch of shit. It's not relevant. There, there are some things you can be concerned with that you don't have to associate worry. Some things you can be concerned with you don't have to associate stress. But for a lot of you, you let little situations stress you out. You worry about things that you can't control. What's so-and-so doing? Well, did you hear about their kid? Well, so-and-so's husband's XYZ and so-and-so's wife, ABC, like whatever the case is. Did you know she cheated on him with so-and-so? And, oh, that just breaks my heart for them. And, oh, and you, and you spend 14 different conversations talking about them, spreading garbage like it's, it's this cancerous spread of shit. But in my world, in my mind, when somebody tries to tell me that stuff, I listen to the bare minimum so I can get the story and then I'm done. And there's zero energy put into transferring that story to somebody else because I know that they don't care. So when my wife has this thing that she wants to share with me, I let her. Like, I listen. And sometimes I'll cut her off. And I, and I don't mean to be rude to her, but I don't care. And she she gets that. She, we've been together almost 20 years. Like, she just understands. Like, okay, I know there's some things that I need to tell him because I need to tell somebody, but I can't tell him. And she just she just has the space in her world to think about things that do not impact me. And then there's some things that she thinks about that directly impact me. There are things that she could like brings into my window and they, they begin to bother me. They, they start to stress me out. Like if one of my children are having a problem, but my mind doesn't go to, Oh, I'm so sad. I'm stressed. My mind goes to, okay, how do I work through this with them? How do I give them the tools and the steps and, and the, the movements necessary to make their life better? Like, what can I do to make their life better? How can I help them avoid this pain that they're having? How can I teach them a lesson that will allow them in the future to figure out a path around these sorts of situations without me being there to necessarily like hold their hand through them? That's the hunt. That's the goal. That's the mission. Or I could just sit around and stress about it. Like I could need, I could, I, I could drive myself to a point that I need to like release in whatever way that might be drugs, alcohol, like whatever. I'm not going to go through the list again. You get it. Some of you sports is your sedation movement. For some of you, it's music. For some of you, it's complacency. For some of you, it's procrastination. For some of you, it's television. It's the internet. It's social media. Facebook is the greatest source of sedation ever. A literal company called Addicting Games exists for no other reason than to help you disconnect. Now, you might argue, can sedation be healthy? Sure. Yeah, look, um, I go through phases. I'll have a, a game on my phone that I'll play just mindlessly whenever I need to like, 
I just need to wipe the slate clean. I'll take 10, 15 minutes. I'll pull out a game. I'll be very intentional about it. And I'll start playing it like a one finger, like thinking like puzzles sort of game. There's a, there's a game. There's some kind of an app called two dots or whatever. I just deleted off my phone a week ago. I, because I looked up and I had just crossed level 100 over about a 90 day period. I was like, Nope. I recognize what you're doing. You're a sedation point and you need to go away. So I deleted it. But this is so critical for, for us to talk about and for us to truly understand. It's, it's, it's imperative that you recognize that in your world, you would be happier if you would just learn to enjoy the journey. If you would steal somebody's taco and have another bite, one second. If you would steal somebody's taco, here's what you'd find out. You'd find out that you should not eat a Hispanic woman's taco because it's way too hot. I didn't even know Taco Bell made stuff this hot. Ooh. Phil, what do you think? We should edit. Should we, should we edit this conversation out? You think Marie's gonna be mad at me? What'd you say? I don't think you edit. All right, we're not going to edit it. He said we're not. I, I, I don't know if the, like that's good production or if he just doesn't want to do the work. I'm not really sure, but this is really hot. All right. <laughs> it's really good, though. So anyway, my, you know, kind of kind of just as a, fin a finish here, I'm like, I'm not going to drag this out forever. I just want to make the point. You can just have fun. And you should recognize, like the serenity prayer, God grant, grant me the serenity, serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the power to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Not my will, but thy will be done. Right? That's powerful. Give me, like, I want to know the things that I can change and the things that I can't change. Give me the power and fortitude to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. There are some things in our world that we can, we, we, we can turn the knobs on. But there's a plethora of things that we can't. And so you spend your life stressing about the shit that you can't control anyway. Or you can step into a place of power and just enjoy this ride. Enjoy this at bat. Look at your life and think about what is it right now that's bothering me? Can I change it? If not, let that shit go. And if you can, if you can truly impact it and make something different, then do the fucking work and do it. Like, just get it done. And the second you put a line through that thing, there's peace on the other side of that line. There's happiness. There's contentment. There's space. And the more of those things you remove from your life, the more space that's created inside of your mind, the more clear your vision becomes about your world. The better you are at communicating with people, the better you are at controlling your emotions, the better you are at handling sedation in a healthy way that's strategic and controlled by you. If you want to sit down and watch an hour of TV, cool. But you don't need to sit down and watch an hour of TV to survive. 
that's the goal. The goal is to be happy in this game of life. Stabby. I'm the total package, bulletproof. I know you see me in your scope. I'm the captain of the ship. You just a sailor with a boat. Bulletproof.